Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. By the time I finished these bios, I was like, I'm a South Bend girl, (laughs) born and bred. I relocated to New York to pursue a career in media, but I still love cheering on those Notre Dame teams. And lounging at home with her cat. (laughs) Of course, because I do. Yeah. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on the Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Hey guys, we're back. It's all happening. <laughs> we we know that we have been gone off of the pod waves for a while, but Colton season is upon us. Yeah, and it took us a little while to get our ducks in a row for this preview episode. I really wish they give us some more warning, like a month in advance. It's going to be on December 11th or whatever. Instead, they just happen, and I see it on Twitter, and everyone's freaking out, and I'm like, I need time to prepare for this bio episode. We need to mentally prepare and like also work out the logistics of things like our studio and our producer's time. But we're here now. And we can't wait to really dive in. I mean, I could wait a little longer. (laughs) They're not the best bios. I'm still really upset. About the continued change in the format? Right. If If you started watching The Bachelor within the past year, there used to be these really fun absurdist bios that were just bullet pointed fun facts about the contestants basically chosen at random from a very long questionnaire it was fantastic there was just so much to dig into and mock and really feel superior about everyone's favorite book was the five love languages (laughs) but like of course but now it's just like so-and-so is a, a true Southern belle, and she went to Alabama. Roll Tide. Is that a thing? Is she that loves Alabama? to horseback ride. Let's hope she gets down from her high horse and lets Colton take a ooh, turn. Ooh. I could write these. <laughs> so sexy. Um, yeah, so we're going to do our best. Uh, but first, let's look at some trends because— there's, uh, there is there is a lot of data to dig into, um, and we tried to break some of it down, starting with the ages. Now, remember, Colton was 26 throughout the filming of this season. He's and turning is, 27 in January. Right. He is still currently 26, but will be 27 by the time, I guess, his the outcome is revealed. Yeah. Um, so 
these women tend to skew a little younger. Of course, I, I think this is still the same general age range we usually see, but it feels to me like it's maybe weighted a little bit more it in the younger direction. It feels to you that direction. way because it is weighted yeah. in the younger direction. So the youngest woman on this season is 22. The oldest is 31. But we have nine 23-year-olds. Almost a full... So a full third of the 30 contestants are 23 and under. That's, I realize that I just continue to get older every season and these women don't. That's but a like, lot of 23-year-olds. That's a lot of 23-year-olds. Um, Especially, I mean, yeah. Colton is 26. There are only like four 25-year-olds and nine 23-year-olds. I don't know. It's It doesn't seem to make the most sense to me. However, then I remember that if you go on a dating app, uh, you'll see men who are 35 who are willing to date anyone as young as 18. Well, that and is I have to assume that 18 is the youngest age. they are allowed to put down. So, I mean, in a way, the 22 to 31 age range is almost progressive uh, yeah. if you look at it that way. Yeah, as a 31-year-old, it feels really great to there be on two, the outer edge of this There are range. two whole 31-year-olds on two this season. Two whole ones, and I guarantee you they make it to, like, episode two. I don't think Colton can handle a 31-year-old. No, I don't think so either. He'd get eaten alive <laughs> by their ability to describe uh, their emotional experience. Yeah. And also the number of years that they have been on this earth just alone. Yeah. There's almost no one who's even been born in the 80s in this group. I mean, I was barely born in the 80s, if you call 1988 barely in the 80s. Eh, I wouldn't call it barely. <laughs> I mean, my younger brother was born in 1990, and so I think of him as, like, the youngest person. Like, he's the quintessential, like, youngest person. Was anyone born after 1990? Well, my little brother so... was born in 1992, which is when Colton was born. And it's that young. is weird. It's very young. I mean, it's it's not very young as as a human who's dating, but as, like, a human who's supposed to be finding a spouse in an intensive nationwide manhunt. It is very young. So uh, we we have uh, one 22-year-old, nine 23-year-olds, and then we we see another slight peak at 26. We have five 26-year-olds. And then it gets real bleak. And then it's just uh, one to three uh, at each year over that. Um, so a young skewing crowd and a young skewing bachelor. So uh, yeah. we're in for a real treat this season. It's going to be a lot of a lot of tears. And I mean, if I'd been on the show when I was twenty three or now, but I mean, especially when I was twenty three, I wasn't even on the show when I was twenty three, and I cried pretty much all the time. <laughs> it was my only activity. Uh, I would like, or even just like sitting in bed listening to the dog days are over on repeat and crying for hours. Like, I mean, that was like, what I did in my free time. I mean, I'm 31 and crying is just a common it, activity. It so. still feels really good. Yeah, thank goodness I live in New York where you can just cry without shame on the subway or in an Uber or like yeah. walking into work or at your desk and no one will really say anything. Have I ever told you guys about the time that I cried on the subway while wearing uh, like... <laughs> pajama shorts and eating a slice of pizza. No, but that sounds fantastic and I want to put that in a screenplay. That someday. was like my first six months in New York and I was really testing the limits of what I was allowed to do in public here. I actually think that sounds quintessential and perfect. It was. I barely got a side eye. Um, people were just like, yeah, sure, she's eating pizza and sobbing openly. I always say this is the greatest thing about New York that you just have complete 
permission without judgment and no one will interrupt you to just weep in public. I mean, no one has time to interrupt you. Like, right. there are I a mean, lot they of have people. Somewhere to be and they've definitely cried on the subway too. Exactly. So, yeah, it's fine. Um, let's talk about jobs. There are, to compensate for the really boring bios, some unusual jobs. And then there are also just some some trends. We have two beauty queens who actually competed together in the Miss USA pageant, Miss North Carolina and Miss Alabama. Do they know each other? I guess they do. Apparently they do. So uh, I hope they – I can't decide. Do I want them to be best friends? I doubt they're best friends. Or do I want them friends. to dislike each other? Chris Harrison gave a little teaser during his Facebook Live. and One thing I want to say about his Facebook Live uh, introduction <laughs> of the is, bios. Is, is that what you want to say? Why? No, but that's also true. I was getting a really weirdly strong Steve Carell vibe from him during it, which I've never experienced before. I feel like the way that he does transitions when he's speaking off the cuff at length felt sort of like Steve Carell comedy-ish <laughs> to me. Like, at, like, Awkward, you know, but like with that. Do you think Chris Harrison has been taking vibe. improv classes? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He was like, I feel like uh, the soup guy up here. Like, what's who does the soup? Joel McHale. I feel like Joel McHale up here, and I was like, you're not like Joel McHale. Um, okay, so he hints that they are going to have drama. Well, based on their previous, great, great, lots to look forward to, and then in terms of our more unconventional professions or, you know, a.k.a. fake professions, because these are definitely not really how these people make their living. Uh, We have one sloth, a professional sloth. Yeah. She's slow in some capacity. But apparently she talks very fast. But she moves very slowly. She's coming dressed up as a sloth and they're trying to make the Alexis thing happen before the premiere even goes off. I don't like is, that. She's she's a dolphin. That's what she is because she came dressed as a dolphin. She's a dolphin. She's a sloth. That's what she does. Well, great. There is one woman. But there's nothing more annoying than the way that Chris and the show are like, isn't this a hilarious joke? And none of us have seen the joke yet. <laughs> and they're just like, it's so funny. Trust me, it's really funny. It's like, uh, guys, but this is like the riff on it that we're doing. And it's really funny. And it's like, we don't know Twitter what the joke come is. to it. By ourselves. They're trying too hard. Uh, No one likes to try hard. No. We have one person whose profession has never been kissed. Clearly a lucrative profession. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you do with it. Um, That is listed as her job. Uh, I doubt that that is what she does for a profession. Um, Can't wait to find out what her real hopes and dreams are. There's also one Cinderella. Do we think she's a person who dresses up? I think she's a person who dresses up as a Cinderella. Cool. She'll probably come dressed up as in her like Disney Cinderella outfit. outfit. Yeah, that would. I'm that sure we've feels had right. women on the show before who have done that, even if I don't remember any specifically. Well, it wasn't Carly on like a Disney cruise she line, was. so she probably dressed up in some capacity. But I feel like that is such a classic. Like, there's so many Disney princess impersonators because they go to parties like all across the country. If you're beautiful and like an aspiring performing artist, I feel like it's a good way to make you've money. Probably at some and point, yeah, been a, a lot of a lot of children's birthday parties. You know, yeah, need, exactly. Need you. Uh, we have around one third of the pool are women of color or appear to be women of color from a a quick scan. Um, Twelve blondes though, more blondes, uh, and one redhead. I've never seen a redhead make it anywhere on the show. Yeah, not really. Well, Kelly Travis is probably the one that's yeah, the, the most. Yeah, made it the furthest. Yeah, and she made it to what, week six or seven? Yeah. yeah. I remember on, was it, I think on Ben's season, 
Lauren uh, Bushnell uh, came in like the same dress as the redheaded contestant. I have no memory of this person. But in different colors. And like obviously he picked like it's like if you have the same person or the same dress on (laughs) two women it's very easy to be like well that's the one that I like better. Didn't Chris Harrison say that two women are going to come dressed in the same exact dress? He calls it like a fashion disaster and a fashion emergency. Wow. Both a disaster and an emergency? Will the fashion police be dispatched? I mean, they look for any opportunity to dispatch any sort of emergency workers on this show, so probably. Um, zero Laurens this season. Uh, we we have two Alexes and two Hannahs, but no Laurens. Um, or Ashleys, I think. We're, we're getting into, like, a really new generation of the names of the popular girls at your middle school. No longer our middle school because <laughs> right, we are exactly. way too old. At, at, at the middle school of uh, people 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> oh my God, they were in middle school 10 years ago. Okay. Um, so those are kind of the broad strokes. Um, and we're going to really dive into those bios. But first we thought we'd do something fun uh, because – We like fun. We like fun. And these new bios were bumming us out. Um, they're very re- repetitive. They're very bland. And then we were like, wow, it would be really easy to do them as, like, fill in the blanks or, so, like, a Mad Lib. So that's what we're doing. And we've recruited three of our intrepid colleagues to be guinea pigs. They don't even really know what they're about to do. Yeah. But they're going to help us write these bios. And I have a sneaking suspicion that the results will be better than the actual bios. Yeah. This the is- bar is low. <laughs> So after reading so many uh, extremely repetitive uh, sort of color by the numbers bios, Emma and I were thinking that we could probably generate equally valid bios just by using a simple process like Mad Libs. We decided we just wanted to put our colleagues to the test and see if they could write a better Bachelor bio than the Bachelor franchise itself. I mean, probably. 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 Honestly, they'll probably get pretty close. I have a lot of faith. (laughs) I know. Um, So first up, we have invited our producer, Nick Offenberg. Hello, hello. He's really excited to be on the radio, as it were. Uh, Thrilled. A long-running character on this podcast. (laughs) He's arrived finally in front of us, and he's at our will. And Uh we're going to make him say... uh, between five and ten uh, words, and we'll see what happens. So first up, we need you to give us a proper noun that is a location. Okay, so no context, just yeah. Just so that's go how for Mad it. Libs works. Yeah, this is Nick. Mad Libs. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> location, uh, New Orleans. Okay. Uh, and now we need a popular millennial woman's name. Ooh, Sarah. All right. Uh, that's a personal one for Nick. Uh, both both our other producer and his girlfriend are named Sarah. So that name yeah. holds a lot of meaning for him. No and H. also is no a... No H. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, next, we need a common noun that is a recreational spot. A recreational spot. Like a park? Yeah. Just like a park. That works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, next, we need a noun for uh, a job with a flexible schedule. Freelancer. All right. Nice. And next, a gerund for an extremely basic hobby. Gerund. Can you remind A gerund please? is uh, a part of speech that ends with an ing. It refers to an activity. Okay, so a gerund, that was what? Sorry. A basic hobby. Yeah. As in like basic bitch hobby. <laughs> Just for context. Speed walking. Okay. <laughs> uh, next we need a noun for a hot beverage. Gotta be coffee. Hot coffee. Yeah. Uh, Might I say a, a cortado? Could I make that a cortado? Sure. You... This is this is your Mad Lib. I, yeah. See now now the creative juices are going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets better as it goes on. Uh, next, we need another gerund uh, for My an favorite. Instagram friendly activity. Selfieing. <laughs> an Instagram friendly activity for sure. And finally, we need a noun, an animal. Porcupine. Classic. That's not. <laughs> Emma just spelled it porcupine. <laughs> I'm, it's been a long day already. This, this, so, <laughs> such a joyful moment. Okay. Uh, do you like, wanna... That's obviously wrong, and I'm still doing it. Do you want to hear the Bachelor contestant that you have created? A true New Orleans girl, Sarah grew up spending days at the park. A freelancer by day, her real passion is speed walking. She also loves cortados, selfieing, and her pet porcupine. She actually sounds quirkier than she you sounds know, pretty the interesting. Average. Yeah, how's she gonna do? Well, I mean, health wise, probably not great because porcupines are extremely dangerous to be around. <laughs> but uh, but I think it could really put her over the top in terms of that initial first impression. Also, let's be clear, a porcupine would be. Great for the Instagram presence. Yeah, I don't so think true. we're so far off from a future influencer. Yeah. I mean, hedgehogs are, like, so basic. Porcupines are, like, I'm willing to live on the edge for my Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're looking for. She could come dressed up as a porcupine. She could be, like, I look spiky on the outside, but inside I'm just ready to fall in love. A lot of possibility here. Thank you so much, Nick. Glad to be here. Next up, we have our wonderful uh, colleague, Maxwell, who we have bullied into coming into the studio today. <laughs> Should we accurate. give Maxwell a full introduction? <laughs> I think that's more than enough of an introduction, personally. Um, would you like to say your name for the record? Uh, my name is Maxwell Strawn, and I'm a reporter at HuffPost covering culture and media. So the perfect person to uh, to join also, this Also, to project. be fair, a Bachelor viewer. I have yes. a regular Bachelor viewer. That's true. <laughs> but try not to think too hard. We're just rapid firing these, yeah. these parts of speech okay. here. All right. Okay. Here we go. So we're going to start with a flattering adjective. Uh, beautiful. Great. Classic. And another flattering adjective. Uh, handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Next, we need a an unusual millennial woman's name. Uh, Zelda? <laughs> Love it. Wonderful. <laughs> Followed by 
a common noun, a professionally good-looking person. Uh, as in, this is a profession uh, held by a person uh, who's good looking. Who is good looking? Of uh, Instagram influencer. Perfect. Okay. Nailed it. Next, just a past tense verb for a form of travel. Bicycled. <laughs> All right. And then a proper noun that is a location. Yosemite. Yes. <laughs> I love it. And then a reason to meet with someone. A, a date? Yes, exactly. <laughs> sorry, we, we're, we're, we're sorry. trying to be specific. It's It needs to be specific enough, but then it's really hard to pull that out It's of really nowhere. hard to write Mad Libs, Yeah. Man. And finally, before we reveal the beauty of this complete Mad Lib, a verb for a bodily function. Oh, man, I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, poop. Classic. All right. So, is everyone ready to hear? Oh, I'm ready. Beautiful and handsome, Zelda is not your average Instagram influencer. She wants bicycle to Yosemite for a date. Her biggest date fear is that she will poop in front of Colton. <laughs> that sounds. It that could sounds just happen. Very valid. <laughs> this is like. It's very weird and yet also exactly like most of the bios. <laughs> yeah, this works. She's so quirky that she biked to Yosemite. For what a, a wild, wild gal. Unbelievable. Doesn't sound out of line at all. No, it's really not. Uh, thank you sure. so much, Maxwell. Sure. Uh, we couldn't have done it without you. I'm glad I passed. Yeah, this was fantastic. Yeah, A plus, A plus. You can breathe easy now. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're joined now by our colleague. Priscilla, can you introduce yourself by name and profession? Priscilla Frank, professional Bachelor fan and HuffPost <laughs> arts and culture reporter. Wow, a lot a lot to dig into there. Yes. Yeah. Priscilla has been on the podcast before, but she's just dipping in quickly today to help us finish these Mad Libs. And we are forever grateful. So grateful. I'm going to really draw it out, so <laughs> so quick. Yeah, stay for an hour. <laughs> Never leave. Um, I think this might be our longest Mad Lib. Um, Lucky you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I'm g- going to uh, read you the prompts. Emma's going to type, and then we'll read the result. First up, we need a proper noun for a location. Mexico. Uh, Next, we need a newly trendy name that your grandmother might also have had. Edith? Mm. I like it. Is that trendy? It's a good name. I think it is trendy. I like it. Sometimes I check the list just to be sure that no one's using my baby names, and they totally are. Um, next, we need the name of a well-known party college. Um, Boulder. Oh, all I like right. It. And an academic area of study. Mathematics. <laughs> oh, nice. Wow. I hope there's a mathematics contestant. So do I. <laughs> Me too. Every now and then there is one. Uh, next, we need a proper noun for a warm weather location. Um, Los Angeles. 
Next, we need a noun for an animal. Armadillo. Uh, and a middle-aged man's name. Roger. Nice. Um, and finally, before we wrap this all up, a fun adjective. Spicy. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, this actually turned out being appropriately, like, a little culturally insensitive, just like a classic Bachelor bio. Uh-oh. I love it. Let's okay. read it. Born and raised in Mexico, Edith attended UC Boulder, where she studied mathematics. Classic Edith. <laughs> She's recently relocated to Los Angeles along with her armadillo, Roger. She's ready to get spicy with Colton. Wow, she sounds lovely. Yeah. I hope she wins. And being from Mexico, of course she's spicy. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Look at me, regular Chris Harrison. (laughs) I want to note that the original Mad Lib says her armadillo son. Son, I'm sorry, I missed the word son. Her armadillo son. We do have contestants who are described as having dog daughters. Wow. That's where we are as a I society. Hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would love that. Priscilla is a big advocate of not treating pets like children, much like myself. Yeah, or very well I at all. Agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why even have a pet, really? I have a lot of stuffed animals. They keep me content. I have a yeah. yeah. I have a stuffed animal, uh, French bulldog, and I think it's about as much maintenance as I can handle. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes even they leave weird shit in my bed, and I'm like, wow, I'm so happy. <laughs> I don't have a real animal. It's true. Um, thank you so much, Priscilla, for thank joining you guys. us. Yeah, this, this was, was fantastic. I mean, we barely even need the real bios now because these are frankly better. They are. This is a good idea. I yeah. want to hang out with Sarah, Zelda, and Edith. Yeah. They have great sounds, names, too. Yeah. They do. You guys did a really good job picking names. Uh much better than the parents of these contestants, <laughs> I just say. Good heavens. Two Hannahs, I mean. But I no was almost a Hannah. I think any any young a- woman born was almost during a our exactly. decade was almost a Hannah. Not creative. Is there a specific name that appears over and over this season? There are two two appearance names. Okay. But zero Laurens, which zero is the real Lawrence. coup. Yeah. Wow. We've moved on from yeah, Laurens. We're in like the late 90s of births. Exactly. Exactly. The name name trends have (laughs) changed. It's Hannah's and Alex's. Uh Uh-huh. There's almost no one that was born in the 1980s who is a contestant on this show. Wow. We've officially aged out, guys. Yeah. Yeah. What are we going to do with ourselves now? I mean, keeping married to your husband, I guess. (laughs) I mean, for me, that's the plan. Yeah. But, you know. So many options. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we need to really dig into these individual bios. Yeah, we got to get going. So Thank you so much, We'll Priscilla. let you get back into your regular work. Thank you so much to Nick, Maxwell, and Priscilla for helping us write, frankly, the best new format Bachelor bios I've yet to see. Uh, And hopefully it'll give some inspiration to the show to step up in the future. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with the real bios. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. 
With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe and it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life. And I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices, too. 
Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link... Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, we're back and we are ready to introduce these contestants to you. Not the way that Chris Harrison did where he sort of knew a lot of stuff about what happened on the we season already. Nothing. We know nothing about what happened on the season. We're not going to make weird hints and then be like, well, I'm going to let you see that for yourself. We haven't seen it either. We're going fully based off of the materials that we have. Which um, is a headshot and uh, two full sentences. And some cryptic comments from our host. So let's let's start with Alex B. She's 29. She's from Vancouver. And she is a dog rescuer. I like her already. Yeah. That's a very... Uh, who can hate a dog rescuer? 
a Canadian dog rescuer. I mean, I mean, come on. Just the nicest person. I have to admit, I never thought that a dog rescue could be a business. I sort of thought it was like a charity thing. Um, but I guess you have to but use you, resources of some sort to rescue dogs. Yes. Like it requires funding. Right. It doesn't necessarily have to be profitable. Exactly. To be a business. Uh, I just want to know. If she's making money off of these adorable dogs, uh, I'm keeping my eye on her. Yeah. It's almost a ludicrously likable <laughs> profession, and I'm suspicious. Where is the darkness, Alex B.? Uh, Chris Harrison uh, says, well, Colton also likes dogs. Fortunately for Alex, he loves dogs. And I'm not saying, like, he likes dogs. He really likes dogs. Like loves this dogs. This felt really a creepy. Lot. We it was we weird. know that he really is passionate about dogs, but it the way Chris said it, it made it sound sexual. It's like I'm not saying that he like likes dogs. I'm saying he really loves dogs a it lot. Do you felt... hear what I'm saying? Do you, yeah. is anyone I was listening? Like, yes, Chris. I hear that Colton likes to fuck dogs. That is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Alex, rescue the dogs. <laughs> um. So he also says that she is opinionated but has trouble voicing her opinions on night one. She's a little under the weather. So apparently she comes out. Uh, maybe she's lost her voice, I'm going to say. It sounds like she's lost her voice night that's, one. That's rough if you have laryngitis going into night one. I think men like it. I think he's going to be like, oh, she's so quiet. Uh, I don't have to listen to her voice. I don't <laughs> have to hear have her opinions. He's probably. He's probably really intrigued by her as long as she can't voice her opinions. And then as soon as I hope she, she starts, just brings puppies. No opinions, just puppies. She probably will. Um, Next up, we have Alex D., the aforementioned sloth. Yes. And second Alex. Uh, she is from New England. She just loves like a New, New England, England girl sports. Through and through. She... <laughs> by the time I finished these bios, I was like, I'm a South Bend girl, <laughs> born and bred. I relocated to New York to pursue a career in media, but I still love cheering on those Notre Dame teams. like And lounging at home with her cat. <laughs> of course, because I do. Yeah. Um, she uh, talks fast but tends to move very slowly, and Chris says it has to do with how she comes out of the limo. We get it. She comes out as a sloth, and she crawls up to Colton really slow, and she says something like, I like to take things slow, too. Like... Could leave us a few surprises. Like these hints are unbearable. Um, next, we have uh, Angelique. Angelique is twenty eight. She is from New Jersey. She is a marketing a small sales town person. Jersey girl. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Claire. Those classic, classic uh, small town small Jersey town girl. Jersey. Yeah, um, and she. Uh, we learn nothing else about her <laughs> in her bio except that she likes corny jokes. And uh, here's one for you, Angelique, says the bio. Why did Colton cross the road? To meet you, of course. That's a wasted I've learned nothing about sentence, Angelique. Two sentences. Um, oh, and Chris also gives us nothing, except that she's sweet, but it's hard to stand out when you're sweet. A.K.A. this girl's getting cut night one. Yeah, sounds that way. Um, next we have Annie. Annie is a horse girl. Just a classic horse girl. Horse girl turned uh, financial associate. So horse girl turned Wall Street banker or something. Yeah. She grew she up in Wisconsin on a farm. She competed in horse riding. She went to Alabama. Uh, and now she lives in New York. 
And uh, she was on the Ellen show for one of the dates and apparently won oh, that right. contest. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. I remember. They seemed to have a little bit of a spark. Yeah. Well, I'm looking for more of that really, you know, strong horse girl energy on this show. So I'm excited about, about Annie. Uh, next, we have Brie. Brie is 24. She is a model from L.A. But she's more than just a pretty face. Unlike most models, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, she likes to do things like hiking and snowboarding and soccer. And she likes to not fart too loudly in front of dates. There's, Same. The, the bio does this weird thing. Her biggest dating fear, farting too loudly. Don't worry, Brie, we won't tell Colton. What are they going to tell Colton? That she farted? That she's afraid of farting? Like, what about that should she be afraid that they will tell Colton? <laughs> Well, men don't like to acknowledge that that women have bodily right. functions. So that must be a great fear of hers. That's true. Yeah. Don't tell Colton that I'm afraid of farting too loudly because that will betray that at one point in my life I have farted too loudly. Right. Uh, and women should not fart or poop or just anything in that area. Everything I've ever put in my body is still in there. <laughs> it's just it's clogged just, up just sitting there. I mean, I could get rid of it and make my life a lot easier <laughs> my health, but um, femininity is more important to me. Uh, Chris says she kind of overcame a lot in her life, so there's more kinda. than just the surface. She didn't. She didn't fully, but she kind of overcame. She kind of came overcome a lot. Kind of. Kind of. But this is this continuing trope throughout the show, which is if a woman is uh, beautiful, uh, then she has completely nothing beneath this outer shell unless, like, her parents got divorced or she fled a war-torn region. And then she's, like, a hero because she not only overcame trauma, but she's also beautiful. Right. Which means she's even more valid as a trauma survivor. Right. Exactly. It's the the conflicting messages about female presentation and what makes a woman a real person are just a constant roller coaster as I'm reading these bios. (laughs) Um, next, we have Kaylin, who is 23. Shocker. She is our first beauty queen. She is the current Miss North Carolina 2018 and was the runner-up at Miss, Miss USA. USA. That's pretty big. But she's not your typical beauty queen. She wants flew to Japan for a first date. Most Can you imagine? Ca- most beauty queens don't fly anywhere, much less to Japan, much I, less for a date. Who else <laughs> is getting invited to fly to Japan for a date other than a beauty queen? Like, no one is ever so like, accurate. Claire, I'm going to fly you to Japan so we can get, like, sushi, the, the best sushi in the world, because I'm not a beauty queen. Yeah, I will say in my many years of dating, no one has ever made me that offer. And now right. I feel like even more of a failure. Like, she's not a typical model. She was once flown to Paris for a romantic <laughs> evening by a wealthy gentleman. It's like, no, that's it. That's exactly who would do that. Um, luckily, she'll only have to travel to the Bachelor Mansion to meet I think Colton. she'd probably rather go to Japan. Yeah, I would that rather go to Japan. That sounds more fun. She uh, has a degree in broadcast journalism, a a media pal of ours. Um, And Chris says that she and Colton have one of the most emotional conversations we've ever had on the show, and that is not hyperbole. So I'm expecting to see her following him around a room for hours, you know, saying, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it some more? Do you think that she more than kind of overcame something in her life? I don't know. It sounds like she's had it pretty easy, except for the Japan thing. That sounded difficult. (laughs) 
She goes deep into her life. He's not clear about what it is. I always assume that it's that their parents got divorced. That is uh, very likely. Yeah. Um, So we'll see. Next we have Caitlin, who's 25, from Toronto. She's a realtor. Another Canadian. I like it. Yeah. And uh, Chris points out that Caitlin Bristow is also from Toronto. And No, she's not. Or Canada? She's Canadian, but she's from British Columbia. Okay. Uh, he drew, like, a really strong parallel there. It was, like, really big shoes to fill. Because they're both named Caitlin. And they're not from Canada. Not the same, and they're both from Canada. A very large country. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Thanks for misleading me, Chris. <laughs> um, and he says she makes a popping impression on Colton right away. What does that mean? I'm going to guess that she brings like a balloon or something and does a stunt with it. And then it, the joke is about popping a cherry. A cherry. Maybe it's a cherry shaped balloon. Ooh. Just really go for we that. We should metaphor. produce this show. Um, and at this point, Chris is like, if you guys haven't heard, Colton's a virgin. I'm not saying we're going to use that as a crutch throughout the whole season, but I'm not going to say that we don't maybe use that a lot night one. It is maybe abused by some of the girls because they all thought they were going to be the one to make the joke. So night one, just forgive us. Just give us night one. It's a night of cliches. (laughs) Oh, God. If you have to qualify it that much, like we're in for a painful night one. Yeah, that was that was a really unsettling speech. All of our hymens will be breaking. Oh, my God. You know, we should mention that hymens are myth and. You don't They're not actually hymen. correlated it's, with virginity. Right. It's not a thing. Yeah. Um, it's like it's not like there's like a little membrane that is untouched. Any anyway, listen, look it up. Um so Caitlin likes Google to Google Hyman. <laughs> I mean, maybe more specific. Uh Caitlin likes to sing uh in the shower. She likes photography and painting. She sounds artistic. She could be fun. Um, but apparently she's afraid to sing in front of Colton. How exciting. Well, also, Uh, (laughs) anyone who sings on this show, it just never comes off very well. Yeah. Even if they are legitimately extremely talented, like, say, Charlene. Right. It's just an awkward thing to watch someone who's only mic'd for, like, dialogue in, like, a non-acoustic space. Right. It's not awkwardly a cappella sings and And you know that they've been pressured by production to do it. Yeah. Um, Next we have Cassie. She's a speech pathologist. She's 23. And she's a true native Californian. Unlike the false native Californians we all know. Yeah. Well, you can tell she's a true native Californian because she's extremely blonde. And when I think of the true native Californians. White, blonde, white, blonde and people. a, quote, avid surfer. So she, yes. she fits. She grew up at the beach. She uh, is hoping to teach Colton the language of love. Wow. Uh, she's also probably going home night one because Chris says, here's the thing about sweet, beautiful girls like Cassie. Sometimes they stick and they're the underdog and other times they get lost in the fray. I don't know about this one, Claire. She already has quite an Instagram following. Oh, interesting. Apparently her sister dates some like hot, famous actor. And That's so, very specific. Yes. I mean, she, Yeah. <laughs> Her sister dates Greg Sulkin, if you know who he is. He's in Marvel's Runaways, and he's British and very cute. He was on some other teen shows that I've seen. Uh, oh, yeah, he's very yeah. square-jawed. Yes, very square-jawed. And so I think, you know, she got that social media bump from her 
hot blonde younger sister who dates a famous guy. He tweeted something about his girlfriend being in a movie called A Snow White Christmas. This is such an intersection of our interests. Right. And this is her younger sister. Wow. Uh, Michelle Randolph. Interesting. All right. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Yeah. I feel like Cassie is kind of one to watch for that reason. I trust you more than Chris. Uh, Next is Catherine, 26, a DJ from Fort Lauderdale. Wow. Um, I couldn't help but think of uh, Jason from The Good Place uh, when I was reading her bio. Yes. Oh, my goodness. She's like the successful lady version of Jason. Um, Hopefully she has more functioning brain cells than Jason. uh, Well, she's got a lot going on. She's also a successful commercial real estate agent, although based on the way the show usually does this i'm guessing it's like her dad's business and she like knows about it um she's integral uh she has a dog daughter named lucy who makes an appearance night one and chris says if you're looking for a villain i'm not saying Catherine is it i was just bringing up the point that if you're looking for a villain to keep your eyes out i'm not putting that title on her Wow, way to not put that title on her, Chris. I feel like he just was like, if you're looking for a villain, it's her. And then he was like, whoa, no, I can't say that. Like, what are you doing? Plan this out a little bit, buddy. One step forward, two steps back with Chris. Like, he knows too much information to do this. She also brings her dog with her night one, which is Lucy, a great move, given Um, Colton. Yeah, definitely. Very smart. And Chris says, I guess... Lucy will just be there being cute. Is being cute a profession? And I was like, Chris, it is literally the profession of a solid half of Bachelor contestants. That is models, beauty queens, how they Instagram make their money. Um, next up is Courtney. She's 23 and she is from Atlanta, but born in Germany. That's cool. Um, and she's a caterer. She's a caterer. And she crafts healthy meal plans for athletes. That's actually kind of interesting. It's probably uh, a, an effective subset of the catering industry. We have uh, to talk about Chris's comments yes, about please. Courtney. He says that she brings up peaches night one. She is a Georgia peach. Right. She's from Atlanta. And Chris found, quote, holes in Colton's personality <laughs> and one is peaches. What does it's just like what? a hole in my personality is that I'm never entirely sure that I'm using ironically the right way. Also, That's a hole in my personality <laughs> that where my personality should be there. It's just there's nothing at this point. Any mention of holes and peaches. <laughs> I just think I mean, of call me by your name. This whole part was so uh, unintentionally like homoerotic that I was like <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, Chris is like, I don't know if Colton knows what a peach is. And he certainly doesn't know how to eat one. What did he do to the peach, Chris? That's my question. And, like, to what extent? Like, he doesn't know the difference between a peach and a plum? Or, like, he doesn't know that peaches exist? Right. Like, how deep does his ignorance about peaches go? I have to say, it's kind of weird for him to not know what a peach is. It's very weird. It doesn't make any sense. Like, he he comes from, like, a, a pretty comfortable background. He was an athlete. Has he never Surely been to he's a grocery store? healthy. Like, I wouldn't expect him to be the kind of person who's like, oh, I just blow right past the produce section. Like, he's a football player. I don't get it. 
We're gonna. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see the the call me by your name moment of this of this season. Um, next, we have Demi. She's twenty three, and she grew up in Texas, rural Texas. She is such a country girl. She loves ATVing and watching WWE. So is this like our Tia kind of personality? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I, it looks like she... I, she can drive a stick shift. It sounds like she's coming out in some kind of sports car or crazy, like, monster truck. Great. Because they emphasize that she can drive a stick shift and overdrive. And Chris says she comes out on fire. But he says out of the limo. Well, well... Oh, this is the person that he says she she has one of the bolder lines. He really wants to dive into the line. There are so many layers. We're all going to pause and debate what she means. Things get really hot and heavy night one with her. Do you think we're going to debate what she means or is it going to be a very obvious like sexual joke? Yes. Also, Chris has such like lightly veiled disdain for everyone on the show now that like multiple times he he's was been like, doing this for too long. He'll, he'll be like, does she even know what she meant by this? Did Colton understand it? I don't know. Does he realize what this means? Does he know what a peach is? And I'm like, maybe they're all really stupid, but your your general assumption seems to be that if there's any joke or innuendo that they did not do it on purpose because they're <laughs> morons. Um, next we have Devin. Devin is 23. She is also a broadcast journalist, but a working broadcast journalist, apparently, uh, in in Oregon. 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 <laughs> Help. Uh, and uh, she also likes yoga. I mean, same. Yeah. Same girl. Uh, yeah. She's a sports, seems to be like a sports uh, journalism specialist and likes yoga. And she's a local news anchor. And I was saying earlier, I don't think we've had a local news anchor since Olivia. And she was a real success story. So I hope we see the same for Devin. Maybe less bullying, though. Yeah. I mean, apparently there will be tears. He doesn't specify whose they will be. I mean, there will be a lot of tears yeah. for everyone. Um, Next, we have Elise. One of our 231-year-olds. Solidarity, Elise. I see you. <laughs> She's also the redhead. Um, I I have a real soft spot for redheads. She's stunning. She's very beautiful. Uh, also, her eyes match her shirt. It's a nice look. Yeah, green. Really pops. Uh, she is a makeup artist from Alaska. And then she moved to Scottsdale. So I guess she did not like ice skating and snowmobiling no matter how much of it she does did. she hang out with ari she will now <laughs> probably i mean she's a little old for him she's only like five years yeah than yeah him. uh she enjoys hiking and eating things i guess um and i mean i also enjoy spending time with friends over good food and wine so yeah. relatable most people do he says that she becomes sort of a house mom <laughs> because she is a full nine years older than most of the girls on the show. Um, and next we have Erica, 25, a recruiter whose nickname is The Nut. Okay. Uh, she is a ball of energy with a great sense of humor. And she's my enemy because she boasts that one of her talents is being able to eat whatever she wants without gaining oh, weight. Oh, wow. I hate her. What I ca- hate this that, girl that is already. female on female violence. Yeah, like, why would crime. you brag about that? Like, good for you. Yeah, great. I'm so happy your metabolism <laughs> doesn't work the way mine does, which is like you look at a bagel and you've gained five pounds. 
Yeah, I don't understand what's charming about this. It's not cute. Just just keep it to yourself and enjoy your fast metabolism. Or just or be a little bit like, well, it's easy for me and like not everyone has that. Uh, and that causes a lot of I also more would argue it's not life. a talent. It's not a talent. <laughs> it's a biological You don't have function. to argue that with me. Um, I mean, just like, yes. Yeah, you're right. It's objectively not a talent. It's simply not a There's talent. There's no argument. Um, my talent is my hair dries wavy. What? Erin28 <laughs> uh, is from Texas, and she is our Cinderella. Oh, weird. She works full time for her stepmother's home improvement business. Is that why they call her a Cinderella? Oh, God, I hope not. Oh, that's weird. Oh, ugh. my stepmom would not love that. That's not a great association <laughs> for stepmoms. It's not. I mean, it implies. Fairy tales are rough on stepmoms. <laughs> I know. Um, there's a lot of interesting historical reasons for that, but let's not get into that right now. She is. Uh, not afraid to get her hands dirty, but then she likes to go ballroom dancing as long as it's not too late of a night. Because pumpkin. pumpkins. Um, she loves expensive shoes, maybe glass slippers. And she loves pumpkin spice lattes, keeping <laughs> with that pumpkin theme. Wow. So yeah. much to look forward to. I haven't really read her bio properly, and the. Uh, now the there's Cinderella so many Cinderella theme references. It's is, throughout. Is not subtle. I feel like I don't actually know her at all. I just know that they were like, but do you like expensive shoes? Do you ever lose them, maybe? <laughs> How do you feel about pumpkin? Like, sigh. Uh, apparently she has an amazing, sweet, loving entrance. What does that mean? All they get is five seconds either right. to make a joke or say, hi, nice to meet a you. loving entrance. I'm nervous. Maybe she comes out and is like, Colton, I will be your sex surrogate for your first time in order to take all this pressure off. I'm willing to do that for you out of love. I would be really impressed by that. Um, next is Hannah B. She is Miss Alabama 2018. Um, pretty much 50% of her – no, like I would say 100% of her bio is about being from Alabama. She was born there. She was bred to be a member of the Crimson Tide. Like her parents, she graduated from University of Alabama with a degree in communications. She never misses an Alabama football game. And she's Miss Alabama. Roll Tide. Wow. Her <laughs> only personality quirk is that she's from Alabama. That's all we need to know It about must her. make it tough when you're in Alabama and everyone is like, that is literally also my personality quirk. <laughs> you're not special. It's like in New York, if your thing was like, I live in New York, and I'm from New York, and I decorated my whole apartment in, like, pictures of, of New, York. New York. And I just walk around, and I'm like, I just love New York. Like, <laughs> everyone here likes New York enough to live here. Like, calm down. Um, and she's going to be the one who has some sort of interaction. With Kaylin. With Kaylin from their time on Miss USA. Chris heavily implies that it, there will be drama, but maybe they'll just be like, oh, my God, girl, hi. And then, like, they're best friends. Who knows? Um, Next up, we have Hannah G. Also from Alabama. And also 23. <laughs> also, she seems to know um, Danielle Maltby because I just – I was on Instagram this morning and happened to come across a photo that Danielle posted with Hannah well, she uh, Maybe is, they know each other from their content creation. Right. She is basically – she's called a content creator. She's clearly an influencer. She's like a fashion blogger of some sort, just based purely on her bio. I haven't looked her up. 
Uh, she's both the photographer and the model for her burgeoning social media business. So like everyone who is an Instagram model, right. they often do some photography and some modeling. Apart from planning the photo shoots for her next posts, Hannah enjoys being a foodie and glamping, which does not seem apart from that at all. Those are both very Instagrammable activities. Yeah. You go glamping so you can put it on your influential yeah. Instagram. You get like the cool new food that like looks like a unicorn, but it's actually an avocado. And toast. definitely tastes bad. And it definitely tastes bad. But so you don't eat anyway. That you so can post fine. it to Instagram. Um, and apparently she has an immediate spark with Colton, who also loves attention. So it makes sense. Well, best of luck to you, Hannah. She looks real. She's cute. She 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 is cute. She's one of the many uh, cute blondes with hair that looks exactly the same length and style <laughs> um next we have heather 22 she is our never been kissed girl um a little bit uh more uh unsurprising at 22 than if she had been one of the 31 year olds but like we all have our own life path right so she's our, our youngest contestant as well and yes. um, unfortunately for her i'm sure they're gonna make a lot of the fact that she has not been kissed yeah sweet 22 never been kissed Maybe she just always goes for it first. <laughs> she's kissed. <laughs> she's out there kissing. But she's never been kissed. Um, That'd be a good loophole. It would. I don't think that's it, though. I don't think so either. Um, she is also a Southern California girl through and through, like a couple other girls we've seen. <laughs> she's a thrill seeker who enjoys bungee jumping, skydiving, and river rafting. But out of all the thrilling things Heather's done, there's still one thrill she's yet to experience. She's never kissed a boy. I'm going to guarantee that bungee jumping is more, more of a thrill. thrill. Yeah, more of a thrill. Yeah. Um, is she going to get her first kiss from Colton? Almost definitely. When I think of the women who have thrown away their firsts on this show, it makes me really sad. Um, next is Adrian Jane. Well, Adrian, better known as Jane. Right. Sorry. Adrian Jane. <laughs> Let's call her Adrian Jane. Uh, it's interesting to me. I love the name Jane, but I feel like you'd more, be more likely – to see someone whose name was Jane being like, I'd rather go by Adrienne. And she went the other way. And I respect that. She's a social worker, which we don't get much of on this show. I like that. Um, and she's a native Angelino from L.A. And she's a free spirit with an infectious energy. And apparently uh, Chris describes her as a huge ball of energy in a tiny little package. Ugh. Just a tiny little her hands are small, her head is small, her body's small. And she has a dog, so. Named Bella. She's Colton's soulmate already. Yes. Uh, next up is Katie, 26, from Sherman Oaks, California. She's a medical sales rep. Uh, another professionally good-looking profession uh, <laughs> Yeah. to harken back. Um, she is a lifelong dancer, and she uh, competed on the dance team at Louisiana State. She, I want to see her moves. Yeah, we probably will. And we probably will. There'll probably be a group date that involves dancing. Uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be like a Jonas Brothers date or something. I'm, I, I'm I don't kidding. know. I, I think, don't they're, think they they're like too, they're too famous at this point. Oh, Post yeah. Priyanka. Like, That's true. Not Priyanka going back ruined it. Maybe One Direction. Um, who's, right, who's due for a comeback <laughs> is the thing. Um, she enjoys yoga and sushi, unlike, unlike most millennial women. Uh <laughs> And she hopes to teach Colton some moves. She was uh, apparently also on Ellen. Oh, and okay. she drops a bomb on Colton that changes the course of the season. Wow. I wonder what that oh. bomb could be. It could be "I'm falling in love with you," but it's episode three. Um, 
Next is Kerpa. Kerpa is 26. Our she, sole dental hygienist. Yeah. There used to be a lot of dental hygienists on the show. The, but the problem is no one uh, works in dentistry anymore. Everyone works on Instagram. Oh, like if that you're is the if you're just like a hot girl with no like real performing talent or anything like that, it used to be like I guess I could be a dental hygienist, and now it's like I can just post pictures of myself on Instagram and get people, and to... I can sell fit tea. Exactly. I mean, it's really opened up a whole new world of possibilities for beautiful women, uh, except Kerpa, who has continued to to work on people's teeth, which I really respect. She has some nice teeth. Uh, yeah, and as someone who has congenitally bad teeth. I, I love people who take care of teeth. I'm like, thank you Same. for your service. Very grateful. Can't be fun to spend a lot of time in there. Um, and Chris says of her opening line, it is one of the most memorable opening lines. I know I just kind of say that, but this is an aggressive line. Severely bold. But the best part is, and then he catches himself, I'm going to let you guys judge. Does Colton understand the joke? Again, so Colton Chris, is <laughs> Chris does not think these people are very smart. Um, and next we have Laura, 26, an accountant from Dallas. Another bachelor hub. Yeah. She's a beautiful girl next door. Never seen one of those on this show. But she once moved to Spain on a whim. So she's not just a girl next door. She's, she's a girl next door in Spain. <laughs> They don't have those in Spain normally unless one of ours moves over there. Yeah, obviously. We're spreading our precious girl next door resources around the globe. It's generous, actually. Um, Chris says that she is a bit of a mystery and that she may be wearing the same dress as someone else. Maybe. He doesn't remember that happening before. I mean, I don't expect Chris to be the most attuned to it, but I do think it happened on Ben's season, but they were different colors. Yeah, so maybe that doesn't count. Maybe it doesn't count. Um, less of an emergency. Yeah, less of a crisis. Um, speaking of crises, we got to really wrap this up. Uh, Nicole, 25, is a social media coordinator from Miami, and she loves salsa and singing a cappella. And she's originally from Cuba. And she can't wait for Colton to try some of her grandma's cooking. I mean, I would like to try some of her grandma's Me cooking. Too. Cuban food is delicious. Apparently, she cries more than Ashley I. Is that possible? Uh, I mean, anything's possible. Just have to hydrate a lot. Uh, Nina, 30 years old, is from Raleigh, North Carolina. She was actually born in Croatia. Um, and as you may be aware, there was like it, the region was very war torn when Nina uh, would have been young. So she had to flee, was, a, I think, a refugee when she was nine years old. Uh, and that's how she came to the United States. Um, Experienced more in one lifetime than any of us combined, says Chris, really revealing what kind of person he thinks watches the show, <laughs> probably accurately. Um, but probably. she has watched The Bachelor for years, so they're out there, people who have really been through it. Uh, next is Onyeka, 24. Uh, also from Dallas. Also from Dallas. And she is an IT risk consultant. She is uh, the child of Nigerian immigrants. And uh, she wants to have a really long marriage just like them. That's that's new on the show. And her parents got engaged after just two weeks. So yeah, she's on board with the expedited timeline of this show. <laughs> and uh, we get some, some hints that she might have some drama with the ladies because Chris says 
If you're on her good side, an amazing woman can be a great friend. Don't be on her bad side. Some women do. Big mistake. Very Trumpian commentary. <laughs> um, that makes me nervous. Uh, I'm a little nervous that she's going to get yeah thrown into the crappy trope of being the angry black woman. Yeah. Um, that's always... It's always a possibility on this show, not known for its sensitivity to race issues. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't seen any of it yet. Yeah, so Let's who keep knows? Her I hope, yeah, we can, we can hope. I bet she's her, justified. They, they treat her better. <laughs> Next is Revian. She is 24, a nurse and or esthetician from Los Angeles. It's unclear. Uh, Chris says, don't be fooled by her innocent face. She's a nurse by day and a raver by night. You know those ravers. They're hardened criminals. <laughs> 201. Uh, she's, she's also fluent in Mandarin, which yes. is cool. Um, and next we have Sydney. Sydney is 27. She's a New Yorker and quit her job as a Knicks dancer, NBA dancer, I'm excited about uh, to, Sydney, to and I'm I'm kind of hoping that she makes it far enough that we want that we can have her on the show, and that she can give us some fun yeah. insights. Apparently, she had a very romantic move night one. Oh, and she was also on the Ellen Show. I need to rewatch yeah. that segment. Me I too. really didn't it's remember all... any of the women who were on. And she's never had a boyfriend, which I have to hope is just because she's really choosy, because she's uh, extremely beautiful and. Very romantic, apparently. Also, to be fair, dating in New York is rough as fuck. So That's true. I don't blame her for <laughs> if she just did, simply didn't want to deal with men in New York. Uh, next is Tajwan. Yes. She's 25. 25. Uh, from Colorado and a business development associate. Yes. She has a tattoo that says, I love bad ideas, uh, which seems well, pretty meta. I mean, going on this show is probably a bad idea for so 90% of people. getting a tattoo that says, I love bad ideas. It's it's like a, a nesting bad idea. Um, she loves reading and outdoor concerts and shopping with her mom. Very relatable interests. Uh, and Chris fully just scoops her joke. Like, we haven't seen her entrance yet. But Chris is That's like, rude. Chris says, will she be the Taj one for Colton? That's her joke, he says. I just wanted to try it out. That's rude. Fuck off, Chris. Like, what are you doing? You can't just, like, take the best lines and and tell them to us in advance so that then when she uses it... They fall flat. Ruining everything. All right. We're getting close to the end. Uh, We have Taisha, who's 28 and from Corona Del Mar, California, and she's a phlebotomist. And Chris helpfully tells us all what a phlebotomist is. It's someone who draws blood. Yes. Yes. It is. Uh, yes. I'm not arguing with it. <laughs> uh, and she also uh, is apparently into her church. She likes to volunteer. And she likes wine tasting. <laughs> who doesn't? Um, and apparently she has serious chemistry with Colton. So, so another, another one to definitely watch out for. Uh, and finally... Uh, Last but not least, or maybe least, who can say? I don't know. She made quite an impression on me just from her her photo and her her whole her whole her whole vibe. Vibe. Tracy, thirty one, is from LA and she's a wardrobe stylist and apparently styles celebrities. According she, to her, she looks like someone who in a Hallmark movie would be typecast as the like 
bitchy villain right. who is thwarting the sweet small town girl's ambitions in some capacity. Right. I would say probably like the fiance of like the controlling fiance from the big city of the hometown boy made good who is reconnecting with his childhood farm sweetheart. Right, and he will obviously leave her, and that will be extremely justified because she doesn't deserve, right. you know, any kind of All she cares about is finding the perfect red blazer and, like, planning a wedding where everything is crystal and silver, and she doesn't even care that he wants to have it in a barn. I mean... What a bitch! <laughs> I'm sure she's great. She apparently makes a flashy first impression, according to Chris, but might be involved in drama. That describes, like, so many of them. I'm exhausted. These are so bland. You're exhausted and we haven't even started. I just... That is... 30 is way too many bios to read that essentially are just the same bio over and over again. Just a classic small-town native Californian girl who loves (laughs) horses and the beach and also surfing, but also isn't just a pretty face because she flew somewhere (laughs) one time. And also, she is the happy mother to a dog named Annabelle. Like... And now she works as a financial analyst, like every single well, one of them. I think we're done. I don't think we need to say anything else. We've just summed it up. Yeah. I uh, mean, I'm, I'm. what's left? We've been depleted. I'm really anxious for this season. I'm anxious for the virginity theme. We've already seen the the uh, posters that they have been spreading. Of the Colton, 40-year-old virgin. Just as the, like, recreating the 40-year-old virgin poster. Uh, we get it, except he's actually 26, and a 26-year-old virgin, like, really just isn't as uh, surprising, I feel nope. like. Nope, not at um, all. But also, everyone go at your own pace. I mean, poor Colton. He's, they're just at the, by the end of this, they're just going to be like that scene in Spartacus. Just like, get in there and make it happen. <laughs> and I'm very uncomfortable. Um, but uh, you never know. This There are some girls in here who look like they could be fun and promising and... Let's just hope for the best. Prepare yeah. for the worst, hope for the best. Exactly. But let's, you know, we're trying to trying to stay positive here. And, um, you know, I look forward to months of watching 23-year-old girls cry about how their time to find a husband is nearly up. What, does that make you uncomfortable, Emma? No, it just makes me feel really good in my soul. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yes, yes. Yes, girls, my, you time are too my time was up 10 years ago. I guess I'm <laughs> fucked. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to get to enjoy our holidays first, and then we will be back January 8th, the night after what Chris has described as a three-hour premiere that is a little tip of the hat, little homage <laughs> to the viewers of Bachelor Nation and the uh, uh, an East to West Coast viewing party. Uh, we don't know what any of that means, but we will definitely talk about it on January. Yes, 8th. we will be talking all about it, and we're we're hoping to have a special guest join us for the premiere. So stay tuned. Yeah, and happy holidays, everyone. And that's it for here to make friends. Thanks so much to our colleagues Nick Offenberg, Maxwell Strawn, and Priscilla Frank, and also of course thanks to Nick for producing and to our other intrepid producer Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating. You don't want to miss a moment of Colton season recaps. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. 
And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Emily Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back January 8th. Happy holidays. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.